Hello and welcome to the CVCS Athletics Podcast. This is episode five and I am your host, Grady Sanchez. I have my co-host with me, Shannon Baker, and she's going to run her own interview today, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. We have the results from last week and the upcoming schedule. We have awesome interviews with Pastor Jeff Hamilton and sophomore Benji Makalela. Thank you all for listening to the show today. Please give CVCS Athletics Podcast a follow, a like, a subscribe, and a rating. You can find us on the major podcast streaming services such as Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Also visit the CVCS Podcast Network website at cvcs.org backslash podcasts for all the shows by other faculty members, chapels, and students. Let's take a quick break in the action and welcome you to Eagle for a Day. If you know of a 7th grader or 8th grader who is interested in attending CVCS, come to Eagle for a Day next Thursday, October 12th. During Eagle for a Day, students come on campus and check out all of the opportunities CVCS has to offer. They meet with students, teachers, faculty, sports teams, coaches, and they get an excellent vision of what their future could look like here at CVCS. Please visit cvcs.org for more information. Hey everyone, we invite you to come see Bye Bye Birdie on Thursday, October 26th through Saturday, October 28th and support the CVCS Theater Department. It's set in the 1950s and stars Conrad Birdie, an Elvis-like music star headed for the Army. You don't want to miss it. And now for the results from last week. We have the boys' football team winning their game 24-22, improving the record to 4-1. We have the girls' tennis team taking a loss against Pacific Christian. And the girls' volleyball team beat Tarvit Vitora 3-0. Great job out there, Eagles. And now for the results of the week. The girls' volleyball team is taking on Fairmont Prep at Fairmont Prep on Thursday. Also on Thursday, the girls' tennis team is taking on Pacifica Christian at Orange Coast College. Friday, girls' volleyball is taking on Whittier Christian at home at CVCS. Saturday, football is playing Western Christian at Saddleback College. Monday, girls' volleyball is on the road again at Pacifica Christian. Girls' tennis on Tuesday is playing Fairmont Prep at Dana Hills Tennis Center. And on Wednesday, girls' volleyball is taking on Pacifica Christian at home. Good luck out there, Eagles. It's going to be a great week. are excited to invite Pastor Jeff Hamilton onto the show this week. He is best known as PJ. PJ is the CVCS chaplain for all of our athletics teams. He serves as a coach for the football, basketball, and baseball teams. He has served CVCS as a coach and chaplain since 2017, getting his start with the basketball team. PJ is the lead pastor at Hills Church in Laguna Hills and the founder of Dad Academy. Jeff has been married to his wife, Jamie, for nearly 31 years. He has two young adult children, Justin and Jordan. Justin is 27 and married to Savannah, and his daughter Jordan is 25, working as a musical artist and social media manager. With years of experience as both athlete and leader, PJ is passionate about embracing athletics as a tool that God uses to shape young men. PJ brings a wealth of leadership and motivational experience to the athletics program and is a vital member of the program on and off the field. PJ, it's an absolute honor to have you on the show this week. Let's start off with PJ. How did you get your name? Thanks, Coach. Uh, you know, when I this will be my eighth year here at CBCS, okay. uh, eighth basketball season. And when I first came, uh, PJ stands for Pastor Jeff. I'm the pastor also at uh, Hills Church, okay. uh, HillsChurchOC.com mm-hmm. uh, here in Laguna Hills. And um, I actually had some families in my church that had students that were attending CVCS. And once my kids got out of out of high school, mm-hmm. um, I looked at my wife and just said, you know, I've, I've been an athlete uh, my whole life, small college basketball, even played recreational hardball till I was 50. And uh, when I started, I, I just wanted to get involved uh, with kids again. And yeah. there was an opportunity here. And at the time, uh, we just ended up uh, with the name PJ because the head basketball coach at the time's name was also Jeff. So okay. we already had one coach, Jeff. So I just told him to call me um, to call me uh, PJ yeah. as short for Pastor Jeff because that's what my church called me. 
And, uh, you know, I don't think that there's any better thing that I love being called, right, than uh, yeah. uh, I love being called uh, dad or pops, right? I love being <laughs> called honey yeah. by my wife. But, man, it's such an honor to be called uh, coach or to be called pastor because that means that uh, that individual has given you a place uh, in their in their lives. And so, yeah, so thankfully around here, uh, you know, coach and pastor kind of mean the same mm -hmm. thing. So I'm glad to just be known as a PJ around here at CVCS. Yeah, because there's quite a few times where, well, I guess early on in our relationship, I just thought your name was PJ. And so I'm like, yeah, Pastor PJ is right over there. And then I realized that P stood for pastor. I'm like, Pastor, Pastor PJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's quite right. And then I was like, oh, Jeff, who's Jeff? And I'm like, PJ. I'm like, oh, okay. There we go. So, uh, yeah, could you uh, give us some more information on, like, your start here? And I know you coach football here, basketball, and the baseball first base coach, which was great. How did you get, how did you get introduced, and what has your journey been like up until this point? Well, I really, uh, like I said, I looked for an opportunity. I, I you know, I have a um, not only uh, a joke that I was one of those guys that was demoted to senior pastor from youth ministry. My heart has always been for for students. Um, okay. um, and so, like, in most young men's lives, a mm -hmm. uh, coach tends to be one of the most influential. If they're, if they're in athletics, coach tends to be... Uh, one of the most influential people mm -hmm. in a in a young man's life, and I really have a a passion to see uh, men developed and affirmed and celebrated and cultivated mm -hmm. uh, in our culture. And so, I think some of the challenges that we face in our culture at large mm -hmm. is challenges that have to do with with men. Right. We right. while we provide some solutions, we also uh, are the cause of uh, a lot of our culture's challenges. And so uh, we also live in a circumstance, maybe not here at CVCS so much, but a lot of single parent homes to where um, biological dad may not always have the same kind of input. And at my age, a little bit older, mm -hmm. um, there is a bit of a, of a father figure that I'm, I'm pleased to be able to carry. And uh, sports is still an important part of my, of my life. So I wanted to get back involved. Uh, there was a place, opportunity for me to start just volunteering um, with the high school varsity basketball team here. Mm -hmm. And then as I developed relationships with the other coaches uh, I was invited by the uh, by the baseball coach during through the course of our friendships he knew that I loved baseball and you know which of us in athletics can always use an extra hand yeah. right doing stuff so I'll be in my sixth uh, excuse me fifth baseball season uh, working with the varsity team mm -hmm. throwing BP and That's right. and uh, left-handed which yeah. is always an advantage right and uh, I'm coaching first base with the varsity team. And then with uh, the addition of uh, Eric Presler as our AD and our new head football coach in 2020, mm -hmm. I, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be invited on that staff, even though it had been since, what, peewee league, since I played football, uh, what I can do is coach. Yeah. And you tell me what needs to be taught, I'll learn it. Mm -hmm. And I try to spend as much time creating that cultivating the skills in that craft mm -hmm. to be a benefit, uh, not just like morally or, or so, but I want to develop those kind of relationships with the kids where I can be uh, trusted on the field and then off the field because it will open up the door to relationships. Yeah, because a, uh, a lot of your training, education-wise, has been leadership, correct? Yeah, that's my uh, master's degree is in strategic leadership. And it's a great opportunity for me to get to combine these kinds of things uh, even here at CVCS. So uh, I have the privilege of serving as the also as a chaplain for the entire athletic department here at mm -hmm. CVCS. So we are helping our coaches um, develop leadership skills develop skills to think strategically about how am I helping my kids, these athletes that mm -hmm. parents are entrusting to me, how do I help them become healthy adults and even in our particular context, lifelong Christ followers, yeah. right? And so helping coaches um, develop 
a, a strategy for intentionally cultivating the spiritual as well as the athletic side is part of what I have a privilege of doing. Mm-hmm. And even as it applies to a football team, you know, instead of having a Bible study, our spiritual emphasis as the football team is I teach what's called the leadership lab along okay. with Coach Presler. Right, they had mentioned that in their interview a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, been powerful please. to take uh, leadership principles. At high, at the high school level, there's not a lot of training on leadership, right? Right. What that really looks like. Yeah, and a God figure, like what does and, it mean to be a man and lead biblically? And, yeah, can you please shed some light y- on that? Yeah, that's and we, just, we just have the opportunity to see where those things kind of integrate, right? Mm-hmm. The scripture is full of instructions about how to live and how to relate to people and the power of relationships and the power of intentionality. And so Eric came across this concept that LEAD Mm -hmm. stands for love, effort, attitude, and discipline. And so in the leadership lab, we try to make it not just a class, but a laboratory where we get to kind of experiment and Mm -hmm. discuss and learn from one another, but we build it all off of these biblical principles. And it kind of goes back to when I started with the basketball program. Um, You know, it's interesting that even here at a Christian school, there are a number of families and kids who come specifically for athletics, not because it's a Christian school. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, in our baseball program, there's a number of young men who, while they might be God-fearers, God-respecters, mm-hmm. they may not necessarily know or have a personal relationship with Jesus. And how do we create other opportunities using what they're interested in mm-hmm. to be able to do that? So with the basketball program, we started a thing that was called the Brotherhood, where once a week right. the kids would come over to my house. Uh, I'd feed them, we'd watch game film, and then we would do a Bible study. And we called it the Brotherhood because... Um, uh, it's based off a passage in Mark where Jesus says, if anybody wants to be great among you, you first have to become a, a servant. Mm-hmm. And I really believe the desire for success, the desire to achieve, the desire for greatness is something that God's placed in us. He's a great God and we're made in his image. Mm-hmm. But the way that the world or the world system tells us that success is obtained is not the same way that the scripture says it. Right. right? The world says... Uh, especially in the world of social media. stuff, It's all about self-promotion. It's all about me. It's all about... Right. But we really say um, um, that as a, uh, as a Christ follower, you have to lead yourself. That's the only thing that you can lead. Mm-hmm. And if you serve others well, mm-hmm. then you can become great because mm-hmm. that's what Jesus said. And so getting a chance to marry some of these principles using sports, right? Yeah. It, it's so... Um, it, Sports is such a powerful um, parable, if right. you will, or context to be able to show um, we do it really well. We've seen many successful people who have athletic backgrounds, whether high school, college, who go on to be successful in life because right. they learn discipline, they learn rules, mm-hmm. they learn teamwork, they learn cooperation, they learn effort, intentionality, discipline. Well, all of those things go into being successful in the other areas of your life, in Mm -hmm. your relationships, in um, discovering who God's made you to be and how he's created you. And so I think those things are really a powerful, powerful journey. And uh, it's such a great privilege to have a a laboratory here, if you will, right, where we use sports as an opportunity to create a relationship and through that relationship and using the tool of sports, we get to help shape uh, young lives that they would understand that God really does have a, have a purpose for them and mm-hmm. a destiny for them and to help them give tools to help begin to pursue that. Yeah, it's just so special. The, the parallels between what life has to offer and what sports can do for you in, in building that idea or building those skills like watching Ted Lasso a few months ago and one of the guys, his line is like, football is life. And then when I'm going through baseball and I'm talking to my baseball guys and like, we don't want you to just be baseball players. We want you more well-rounded. And then I started to think like baseball is life in the ways that like, it gives me discipline. It gives me work ethic. It gives me the brothers and the, and the sisters or the people next to me that I'm willing to serve and to go out to battle with. And it's just those things that are replicated in life. Just sports is like that microcosm and how we learn those things early on 
And it's great that we have so many um, mentors, so many coaches, so many people that the students can look up to who are God-fearing, God-loving, and, and Christ-centered. And PJ, you're a wonderful advocate for all the students. Um, one of my favorite things was one of the first chapels I saw here, uh, PJ called up a bunch of students onto the stage and started washing their feet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, this is, this is awesome. I don't really know what to expect. And then last... Um, Last week, we just got back from retreat, and PJ was the guest speaker um, last year, I guess two years ago, because no, Mr. Choi, yeah. yeah, Mr. Choi was this year, so last year was um, PJ, and one of the things that we came across was the, the guys in the cabin, they pulled a prank on each other naturally. It's just what happens when you get 150 guys together, <laughs> yeah. and so the, one of the biggest things that we were talking about was what does it mean to be a man, and so you, you're pouring it into the football players, the basketball, the, the baseball, in general, like in your service with younger um, men and kind of your niche almost, um, do you have anything to share how sports, how Christ, how all of that can can continue to influence a man and what we're kind of trying to do here at CVCS? Oh, man, I, first of all, you know, my role as chaplain, uh, it's not only for our male sports program. Right. So I get a chance to interact uh, with um, – the female athletes and specifically the coaches. We have a mm-hmm. great uh, set of coaches, whether it's a, a male coach like we have for Coach um, uh, Coach Freeman. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool that he right. and his wife coach together for the varsity girls basketball they, to yeah. Coach Bond, uh, to Coach Chelly with girls soccer. Right. Um, went to the tennis match today nice. uh, to see how the girls tennis was doing. And uh, so all the coaches have this have this heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, uh, one of the things that I'm passionate about is men. In fact, uh, I'll actually be headed to uh, Nairobi, Kenya, uh, the middle of this month oh, wow. to be able to do a men's conference and, and take some concepts that really are integral in sports. When you said mm-hmm. when you said baseball is life or football is life, right, from Telasso, right. it's actually... It's also this true when you flip it. Life is baseball because as a man, right? Yeah. Um, when we're shaping young men, like baseball is one of the few things that you can do in life that you can only succeed like thirty percent of right. the time the game and still failure. be considered successful, right? Yeah. It helps you deal with failure and disappointment and moving on to the next thing and learning and growing, right? Mm-hmm. The best basketball players in history, none of them have an over 50% uh, shooting percentage. So you're going to miss just as much as you make. Mm -hmm. And helping men navigate those things and learning those kind of tools as a young man while still setting goals and having things that we're trying to achieve, playing within the rules, Mm -hmm. um, like all of those things are so significant because they do transfer the mm-hmm. challenge is, is that most of us have learned have had to learn to make those connections on our own mm-hmm. one of the great things that we're trying to do here at CVCS is using sports as a teaching tool about life right now yeah right if i can help a 15 year old boy understand the importance of how he does when he runs this particular part of the play mm-hmm. right how when he contributes, where it fits in the whole scheme of what we're trying to accomplish and how things are all interconnected, that when he succeeds, we all succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's true in that's true in life as well. And so uh, it's just a great opportunity that we have here to combine coaching and making Christ followers yeah. and even helping some of our some of our coaches begin to have a mind shift mm-hmm. that we're just not about winning. Um, it's not just about championships. Thankfully, you know, CVCS has had historically uh, not only a successful athletic mm-hmm. programs, but we have CIF championships and a right. number of sports. I mean, baseball, baseball program has won the league uh, 13, 13 years, years in a row, yeah. right? But now it's not just about like teaching kids baseball. It's about using baseball to teach kids about life. Yeah, It's about using volleyball to teach kids about life. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, using these sports and opportunities to teach. I love what 
Coach Bond is doing with the girls' volleyball. Kelly, I know, was a recent guest, but yeah. she's teaching kids leadership skills right now because her girls are actually planning the practices. Yeah. Right. And and that is a discipleship tool that starts to think about what are we trying to accomplish? How do I engage everybody? How do I help develop skills? Man, what a powerful tool that is to have those skills as a 16, 17 year old that's already developing Mm -hmm. because those tools will serve you well, uh, will serve you well in life. And if I can just give a little side approach too, uh, it's not only in the athletic department, we're seeing that happen. Um, in the fine arts department yeah, as well. Wonderful job with right? a lot of student-centered uh, ideas. And then even academically, like our big push to the last year or two has been student-centered, using math as a mechanism for teaching these life values, not just baseball or football, what they're interested in, but that way they're seeing it repeated over in English class and Bible class and math class and, and the fine arts department and choir and all these places to where the students are engaged and they're involved, but making it theirs. Like uh, Principal Walker, his motto this year is that it's your school. Mm. It's your school. Like you are the one who's putting in all the effort. You are the one who's making it great. If you want people to show up to games, then you got to show up to games. Which is a – which is a – a positive shift, and I think yeah. that uh, one the hardest people that is is for us mm-hmm. as teachers or administrators that things don't depend on us, and right. and really to tell you the it's truth, hard. shouldn't that be the way that shouldn't that be the way that the church, the big C church, yeah, uh, should work? Right? It's not about the things that are provided for me at church right right? hopefully you get some good coaching there yeah you find some good teammates there Mm -hmm. but it's really about what you bring to the table and that kind of it's your school right it's your church it's your life exactly right and build the kind of life that uh god intends for you to have Mm -hmm. and giving kids these kinds of experiences across the board yeah whether you're an athlete or not the goal is still um, not only to provide a great education and Christian environment, mm-hmm. but to really develop servant leaders that understand um, the privilege of having a purpose and, and God coming alongside of you. Yeah. And, um, and it's great, and it doesn't compromise the level of quality of coaching that we give. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have such high, high-level... Every week, I'm impressed. High-level <laughs> like, coaches. Who we have on campus is unbelievable. I, I, we, have a, we have a coach right now. I think this is just the quality of... We have a, we have a former head um, community college coach mm-hmm. who won, like, five state championships, mm-hmm. right? Who's, who's just a part of our coaching staff. But this is a guy who has never uttered a curse word Mm. in his life right and holds uh, that kind of standard now becomes the standard for the rest of the coaching staff where nobody gives themselves permission to kind of slip up Mm -hmm. or to just go off like we start to become very aware and the more that the culture continues to shift even among the young men a young among the young women Mm -hmm. Now we start to see if we can shift the culture of our team, right? right, and even help it raise to a greater level of character, of integrity, then we get to see that we can be that. That's what Jesus talked about, about being the light of the world, right? right? That we can shine um, not as a way to show off, but we can be the culture mm-hmm. changer. And, uh, and I don't, again, I don't think there's any better tool than uh, than sports to be able to do that, and then also to be able to just con- to connect with the parents. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I get to do is connect with the parents of our athletes, and mm-hmm. we have some great things that go on here at CVCS for the parents. Uh, we have a, a, a men's Bible study that meets on Fridays. We have a, a women's prayer group that meets uh, regularly, and mm-hmm. through CVCS, they've also allowed me to bring. Uh, this other ministry that I have that's called Dad Academy mm, yes. um, to uh, to the school, something that uh, is uh, uh, around the nation uh, and a lot of different uh, churches that we actually help men write a business plan for for being a dad. Mm. And uh, so that kind of intentionality is hopefully the kind of things that we're bringing to our coaching culture, mm-hmm. our athletic culture to support and supplement um, what's happening academically here at CVCS and serving our larger community.
again, highlighting what a special place this is with so many different experiences, with so many m different mentors that from every angle, the students here, the, the kids here, the, the athletes here just are getting spoiled by. They, they <laughs> are. Like, like, it's so great that we get to offer this, and it's, it's something that wouldn't necessarily be brought to light unless you were told about it, and that's why, like, I love this podcast. I mean, well, week five, this is, it's just such a blessing to sit down with Eric and Kelly and Sherry and Andre last week and, and PJ this week. It's just like, oh, my gosh, this is so wonderful. I, I love the kids. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, what other place, like, um, so – you know, I have all my family, my mm -hmm. nieces and nephew and stuff like this on Find Friends on iPhone. Yeah. But I also have a separate list of about 15 to 20 former graduates mm -hmm. who are all Division One athletes mm -hmm. who have added me to Find Friends. So they may not even have their mom and dad <laughs> know where they are, but they, but they have allowed me yeah. that kind of access to their life even after they graduate mm -hmm. because – you know, that's what the kingdom of God is all about is these relationships that you build. And if I can continue to resource them, like my goal now in my 50s is I just want I just want the young people that I know and have in my life to know that they got at least somebody in there, one person in their corner who's going to root them on and mm -hmm. cheer them on. I'll give them advice if they want it, give them some help, but that they know that uh, that that somebody is for them. Yeah, And uh, it's just an amazing place to cultivate those kind of friendships. Yeah, something that I've taken from you um, is, like, just openly expressing your love for the people that are around you. I have little 11-year-olds and 12-year-old baseball players, and, like, I might, I might, like, correct them and give them some criticism and all that stuff, but, like, at the end of the game, most often I'm like, hey, you were awesome today, or... Hey, like literally tell the kids like, hey, dude, I love you. It's not like this weird, like older person making it all weird and whatever. But it's just like, no, I, I genuinely I look out for you and I love you. And like I saw you do it with the kids last year and seeing your influence on some of the people here that I was like, man, that kid might be hard to get through. And seeing you cut them through like butter, just <laughs> showing them like, hey, there's some love here and actually accessing students and making impactful relationships and like just that's so special and something that I've taken from you personally Thanks, and um, grown a lot from from your your mentorship as a coach we're talking about coaches all the time but like I am one of them and you are a great influence <laughs> to me as well so um, one of the last things I wanted to talk about was the Logan Hall every year and during I know it's definitely during baseball season I think it's in April um, we do a Logan Hall service at the Hills Church, a lot of people come, family support. We talked about it with Sherry the other day. Uh, could you just shed some more light so I, we can get some more families interested and some more knowledge about um, Logan's situation so maybe we can spread more awareness to, to save a few more lives? Sure. In 2018, one of our senior baseball pitchers, great kid, was uh, he, he pitched on Saturday, probably the best game of his, uh, of his career, uh, Five innings of uh, shutout baseball, little soft-tossing lefty, mm -hmm. but one of the best teammates also ever. Uh, loved by his teammates, and and, uh, and then on uh, on that Monday night, he had a, a cardiac uh, emergency that took place to that actually ended up in him losing his life even before any emergency help could get there mm -hmm. because there was a defect in his in his heart. And, you know, not only did that affect the school, um, you know, when you lose one of your own to something, these are the kind of things that cause people to question God mm -hmm. and, and, and what's God doing. But we find that God really is most present with us in our grief, right? Just because he doesn't prevent things mm -hmm. doesn't mean that he's not participating or engaged mm -hmm. in, what's going, in what's going on. And um, since that time, uh, the Halls, uh, Brian and Suzette, Logan's mom and dad, have become a part of our congregation at Hills. And uh, every year, at the request of our head coach, uh, Clemente Bonilla, mm -hmm. he wants to make sure that all the boys do two things. One, he wants to expose them to church because some of the families are not participatory. But also, we want to keep 
uh, Logan's memory mm-hmm. alive, not only because now we're a few years out. Everybody mm-hmm. who knew Logan has already graduated, but the impact of his life has had such a um, uh, a significant meaning because it talks about teammate. It talks about doing what you love. It's talking about living every day as if it's your as if, as if it's your last. And so Clemente invites all of the baseball families to come, and we have a special day that's around uh, uh, the middle of March this year. Mm-hmm. It will actually be um, Palm Sunday okay. in uh, in March, near around the time that uh, that Logan passed. There were we not only remember him, mm-hmm. but we look forward to the things that God has for us and how God wants to be at work in our life. And we partner it with a community service project with a baseball program right. where we partner with heartfelt cardiac um, cardiac screening. Mm-hmm. And they come, they set up at Hills Church, and they offer a specialized uh, heart screening with EKGs mm. and everything right there um, in the church facility, make up little booths. We Last year, uh, we had about 150 people come through and get their heart screened for any wow. potential cardiac problems. Yeah. And as usual, there were actually about eight people mm-hmm. who, had they not gone through that screening process, would still be living with an unknown cardiac condition. That because it was able to be identified, um, it was able to be uh, corrected. Yeah. One of them is actually our baseball. One of our baseball players, his little sister, oh my who was a high level athlete, high level gymnast. Mm-hmm. And she came. They didn't know that they had some that she had a defect mm-hmm. in her heart and could have suffered from a very similar situation as Logan. But because of this outreach event, yeah. that the baseball players all come and work and serve, that um, we we're able to identify it. And you know, that's the way that the grace of God and the yeah, miracle definitely. of medicine uh, works hand in hand. And uh, so it's a it's a amazing uh, weekend that now will be in our what, sixth, uh, sixth or seventh year as uh, we think about uh, Logan Hall. So uh, Logan's uh, life verse was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans for hope and a future. Mm-hmm. And even Brian and Suzette, his mom and dad said, Logan still has a future because he's still impacting lives. And That's in a right. very literal way, he's saving lives because of how God received him, mm-hmm. how God welcomed him to heaven, that his memory still uh, is able to impact and save other people because of what he has gone through. And that's one of the ways, that's the miracle of how like God works because anybody can take something that's good and make it bad. Right. Only God can take what's bad and make it turn into something that's good. That's right. The redeeming, the redemption that God offers is just brilliant and no i'm not worthy of it but (laughs) (laughs) grateful that i have it yeah well great i'm gonna shut us down a little bit because i know this on sunday mornings like i've been going about 30 minutes right now and i already know that like at this time on sunday mornings people are starting to check their watch and saying pj we need to die we need to move to the conclusion here so uh man thank you so much for having me on yeah you're off to the football practice and I know a lot of us, a lot of people listen on their drives in. So hopefully you guys had a little bit of traffic to finish out the the interview with PJ, but it's been awesome. So PJ, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a pleasure and we'll have you on very soon again. Look forward to it. Thanks, Grady. Thank you. Welcome to CBCS Athletics Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shannon Baker, and today I have Benji Makalela with me. He is an international student uh, who is a sophomore this year, and he came last year as a freshman. Good morning, Benji. Good morning. Benji, do you want to tell us uh, what, where you're from, kind of just a background story of you, um, and what brought you here? Mm, Well... A little bit weird because I'm from I'm I'm the only one of my family from Congo from Africa because everybody else from France and Canada and well I, I'm not gonna say God brought me here because my mom didn't want me to go here first so I'm here for, for school studying having a good education 
doing my project and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you say your mom didn't want you to come here, but I am a mother of four children as well. And I would think that that would be a very hard decision as a mom to make to um, send one of her children um, pretty far away and not be able to see them every day and watch them grow. And, and um, But you are really close to your parents and you talk to them often, call them, Skype with them or, or FaceTime with them. Is that correct? Yep. Every single day. I try to at least call my mom because she, after if I don't, I don't, I do two weeks, two days without calling her. She's going to be mad at me. So to avoid all the type of stuff, I have to call my mom at least once a, a day. Yes. So, yeah. Every day talking to my mom, giving news stuff. And I know it's not the same thing with having her, like, with me, but, like, She's always there talking to me, giving me advice about life, and yeah, she is not present, but she's here with me all the time, so. Sure. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions, um, and you can share with us. Uh, what has been your experience like here at CVCS as not just a, a student, um, you're an international student, but then also as a very high-level athlete? Well... I must say it was pretty hard at the beginning because I didn't know any English. I just know how to say my name and maybe say I to someone. And yeah, that was pretty awesome. Our people were responding, like welcoming, helping me, learning English with school, everything. And let me give a little bit more background is Benji came last year with um, as a freshman partway through the first semester. So he didn't even start at the beginning of the school year with us. November. And he only spoke French. Yeah. Um, and so with the support and everything that you got from here within probably before the school year ended, you were talking and understanding uh, English. Yeah, that was pretty helpful to have to have every, everybody here. I must say some names, Kelly, Glover, Arik Marine, JP, Sina, and I got too many names to say that was helping me, supporting me, and it's really hard, even for me. Like, I, I, I have some friends, they don't really speak English, and when they're trying to say something, I'm like, just leave, and, but like, those guys, my basketball teammates, my football teammates, they were all, all, all the time there for me, like, try to listen, try to understand what I was trying to say. And, yeah, that's pretty cool to have a family like that. You got Heath, you got Krosky, you got Chetson, Michael. I got too many names to say, but I'm not going to say any name. Cameron, Trey. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing to have people like that around you. They know you don't really speak English or you didn't really speak English your, your entire life. And they do their best to be there, understand you. So pretty cool to have a family like that here. So, so, so my what my next question was, how was the transition like for you? But it sounds like you are already like you received a lot of support from a lot of your classmates and teammates. Have you ever felt like you needed more support, or that you were kind of alone and and needed more help? Well. Feeling alone, need to support something. Always, I always feel like that since I'm a little kid. Cause since I'm like my life always been like a part of people. Like I don't really talk to people I don't know. Even if I I know you, I won't like open my life to you just like that. And cause as I tell you, I'm the only one from Congo in my family. I always feel as a part of the family too. Cause yeah. Something funny, I'm a little blacky too. Everybody else kind of light skin in my family. I'm the only really dark skin. So I always like felt like a part of a family. Like I'm now really in that family something. Everybody in my family like always super excited. I'm kind of always, I'm not gonna say sad, but like shy, but not really shy right now, but like I'm trying to get better. And I mean, <clears throat> it just, fun and cool being here because I'm growing and 
becoming a man pretty pretty amazing growing and getting better in everything every day like my coaches say coach president one percent every day as long as you're growing and moving forward right yeah getting better in everything so this transition i can understand coming here at 14 years old no i was 15 years old when Fif- I got here. okay 15 um and just a new country new people not knowing anyone and um just that transition of not knowing what to expect, not knowing the language and the support that you received here. Again, has the transition been harder than expected, um, easier, or just about the same as expected? Mm, I didn't expect to be talking to people like I do. I, I didn't even expect to talk to people like, I'm gonna go there, stay on my, like by myself, and try to do my thing. and. By surprise, everybody come to talk to me, everybody tried to know me, and I was like, oh, people tried to know me, people tried to know about me. So that was pretty cool and amazing. And I'm really thankful to being here, so. And tell me your decision to come to, well, America and CVCS is, what was the main reason that you're here? Mm, I'm gonna say one more time, my mom didn't want me to come here because she wanted me to go to Canada, like where she's from. And I got basketball, you raise basketball everywhere, but like my dream is to play in the NBA, like, and do something that my dad didn't do. Because mm-hmm. my dad used to play basketball too, mm-hmm. didn't make it to the NBA. My brother still playing basketball. He's a professional basketball player. And where is like, he playing at? Now he's playing in Spain. Okay. Like, he's not in the NBA. So I'm trying to do something that Nobody in my family did do, so that's why I'm here in the United States trying to play basketball, trying to go forward, and trying to achieve my goal. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that journey is, uh, there's steps to that journey, and um, coming here to America and having an education like with an American high school, and then possibly moving on to um, a Division One school with the NCAA um, to play ball with them. And then again, there's requirements for that, graduation requirements and, and expectations. Um, and then eventually with the NBA. So, I mean, <clears throat> it's a process. So, as my dad say, you can learn something for anybody. With you, Ms. Baker, I'll be learning how to be, to keep myself together. I've been practicing with Coach Dumb, Coach Freeman. Coach Bantam, Coach EJ, Coach PJ too. And even with football players, soccer players, basketball players too. So been learning something every single day with different persons. So it's like just like Coach Pressure said, one person every day. Sure. And even with little kids, when I practice with little kids, I feel like my coaches fail when they like train us. So you gotta be patient and just listen, to not be like, I don't know, to not like support, sure. so, so yeah. It's a process, gotta keep working, keep grinding every day, trying to get better every day, and yeah. And keep praying too, because everything is like, God prayer, so. Right. right, and something you said to me once, that your, your mom had said something about, um, you're here, and it's probably an answer to prayer. Um, but that you're, you know, I'm, I'm sure as your, as a parent myself, I pray for my children every day, and I, I pray that there will be godly people in their lives, and and people that speak light and and, and are are um, good witnesses to them. And something I think you said uh, earlier last year about your mom saying that she has been praying that people will come into your life and and. Um, be supportive and good and like an angel mm-hmm. or something. What what did your mom, do you remember that quote? Or uh, Yeah, I mean, my mom, she's a really sensitive person. She's always trying to care about people. So, I mean, and I'm the youngest one in my family. She's all the time trying to say something, even if she's, she got nothing to say, she's going to try to say something. And sometimes I'm on the phone with my mom, like we got too many 
quiet and we don't we don't say something on the phone. I'm like, you here? She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you don't have anything to say? She's like, I don't want to. I just want to stay on the phone with you. I'm like, okay. And she want me to have friends to be around people to have people to supporting me. And I do. I, she 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 knows some of my friends. Duffy, I, I already say a lot of names. So yeah, she know all of them. So yeah, my mom always asking me about my friend, how they doing. So she just want me to have people around me and don't be by myself. Cause she know I'm someone, we don't really talk to people. Mm-hmm. Always stay by myself, my side. So yeah. So let's get back to um, how your time here at CVCS has been. You came to play basketball and but you've played other sports in in Congo and you have told me that you are um, a great soccer player mm-hmm. um, and then last year you kind of got recruited to play volleyball was that your first time playing volleyball like yeah. competitively yeah because I always watch like anime volleyball anime like and I was like I'm I'm not I don't want to stay and doing nothing just working in school so I trying to do something and the volleyball coach said we would love to have you on the team so that was another family too so yeah my first time playing volleyball my first game the first time I touched the ball I got a point and my coach coach Ryan got a picture <laughs> of me that was so funny but like it's really cool to have like different experiences yeah so, mm-hmm. so you. Played basketball last year, then went on to volleyball, the volleyball team in yep. the spring. And then this year, what are the sports? What sports are you playing this year? So during summer, I've been practicing with Coach Presler and my football team because I play football right now. Never played football before. Decent athlete. Yes. Trying to get better every day. Coach Presler supporting me. I know sometimes you get mad at me because, <laughs> yeah, I don't do the right thing. But, yeah, I think... People helping you to get better and whatever you want to do, pretty cool. And always supporting you. I want to play this sport. Okay, you can. I'm going to help you. Yeah. Never played football before. Now I play football with my team every game. So. And what positions do you play? I play nose and right tackle. And then you're going to play, you've been practicing with basketball. So you're going to yeah, go into basketball, basketball season. I've been playing basketball for three years now because... I told you I want to do something that my, my dad and my brother didn't do. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing soccer, like, since I'm, like, three years old. So I'm going to try to play soccer, too. I'm not going to be there every soccer game because in the same season with basketball, I'm going to try to be the most game I can. Sure. Yeah. So you're going to try to play two sports in, in one season. Th- yeah, in the same time. Um, and that's incredible. Yeah. Um. And after basketball season... First of all, we're trying to make a playoff. We will make a playoff in the football okay. team and trying to win the CIF championship and trying to do the same thing in basketball too. All right. Because thinking about the people that I like, we got my senior in football team, trying to honor my teammates, like do something for the last year of basketball. I got Chetan and Cooper mm-hmm. last year too. I didn't need do that for Harit last year. We didn't make it to the playoffs. So I'm trying to do it for them this year. And in soccer, I love soccer. I'm just going to play soccer for fun. So. Yeah. And volleyball, too. It's a pretty fun sport. I'm going to play volleyball, too. And I just want to do everything this year. I can't play baseball. I wish I could <laughs> play baseball, but like, I can't play baseball. Baseball and volleyball would be harder to yeah. put double up on. Mm-hmm. But like it's cool I'm trying to keep everything together. Also, it's cool. Pretty, not really hard this year. But like last year was hard with like English. This year still hard. But like mm-hmm. get better because I know a little bit English now. Mm-hmm. I can speak English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fun. Keep my grade high. So. And you, I think you are dedicated and um, dedicated to your studies. Um, I want to say that that I have been impressed with th- your your focus and your dedication to not just the sports and the athletics, but uh, but to your studies and to learning and and making sure that 
um, you stay eligible for CIF and um, college um, and graduate. Um, so thank you for being here today and talking with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share with with anyone? Not really, but I just think about what you just said. Eligible for CIF. I'm not studying for CIF. And I'm not even studying just for me. I'm studying because my mom's going to get mad at me if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so she always said Jesus, like Christ, God, and school and everything else after, even friendship mm -hmm. after everything. And I have to follow the rules of my mom. I don't want to get beat up by my <laughs> mom. <laughs> so, she is a yeah. smart woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to keep everything together with going to the church with you mm -hmm. and studying. I know it's, I don't really like school, but I have to. So studying and playing sport because I like that too. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, and having my friends around, yeah. Well, thank you for spending this time with me, and um, we will see you on the field and on the courts. And I hope this year uh, you stay healthy mm -hmm. and injury-free. Yeah. <laughs> thank thank you. you. And that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening to the show. Please give CVCS Athletics Podcast a follow, a like, a subscribe, and a rating. You can find us on all major podcast streaming services such as Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Please visit the CVCS Podcast Network website at cvcs.org backslash podcast for all the other shows. Thank you all for listening. Eagles country, let's fly. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.